Hey Minsk. Hey Bogota. Hey Jackson Hole. This is Checking In, where every day we hear from how people in our communities are changing their routines to adapt to a life lived remote. I'm Benjamin Stoller. So, today's guest. I kind of can't believe he took a break to check in with us. He's Dr. Rupi Ojila, and he's a doctor working in emergency medicine in London, but at the same time, he's also completing his master's in nutritional medicine, and as if that was not enough, he's got his own podcast. It's called The Doctor's Kitchen, and it educates people about the medicinal effects of eating well. And if you're in the UK, you already know Dr. Rupi because he makes lots of TV appearances like on the BBC. So he took a break from all that and the emergency room to talk with someone you also probably know if you know Blinkist. That's Caitlin Schiller. Caitlin produces our author interview podcast, Simplify. And she wanted to talk to Dr. Rupi because she's a food and nutrition freak too. And she loves all that he has to say about how food affects your mind and your mood. Caitlin got to ask Dr. Rupi about how we can be nourishing ourselves to keep our spirits up, even when things are kind of crazy. And he came through. He even gave away his favorite healthy lunch recipe, what he eats to make sure he's got enough fuel to do all the emergency room craziness, to talk to patients, to do operations. And this lunch, it's quick, it's easy, and it even uses up that can of beans lurking in your cabinet. So here's Dr. Rupi talking with Caitlin Schiller. Hi, Dr. Rupi. Thank you so much for joining me today. Oh, it's my pleasure, Caitlin. So before we even start out, I, I wanted to speak with you because you are an expert in nutrition and healthy living through how we nourish our bodies. But I also just wanted to ask, how are you doing? I'm doing okay, actually. I think all the sort of practices that I've conjured over the last few years when exploring lifestyle medicine are really paying dividends right now, specifically gratitude, breathwork, and meditation. Obviously, nutrition is sort of like the foundation for everything, but those practices are really helping me um, in this time. And I'm hoping to share them as well with other people because I, I really do think it's important to at least start this practice or maintain this practice if you already have one. One of the things that I've been noticing online, I, I wonder if you've seen this too, is the banana bread phenomenon. It's become this this running joke that everybody is home just baking and eating cakes right now, which is great because cakes can really make you feel good and baking can be so therapeutic, but there's more than just cakes out there. <laughs> yeah, I've noticed that as well. You have to think of things to do that will make you happy and obviously you reach for comfort food i gotta admit i baked a carrot cake at the weekend it was very low sugar though i must add but it was a, a carrot cake with um, dried fruit and nuts and carrots obviously and i gave it to the staff sharing the food is just such a lovely way of nurturing that community i'd like to bring light to the nutritional value, the medicinal value of food in an evidence-based way. But we also have to be mindful of the way we use food to embrace other people's cultures, um, to bring people together around the table. And that doesn't necessarily have to be quote-unquote healthy food. It can be the sort of soul-giving food that is just as important as the stuff that we know is more healthy for us. And I like to take this sort of 90-10 rule rather than 80-20, because if you aim for 90-10, you'll probably reach 80-20. Ooh, uh, that's, uh, that's the way I like to do it. Yeah. <laughs> What are some of the things that we can be feeding ourselves to make sure that we're staying calm, that we're staying optimistic, that it's more possible for us to have these great gratitude practices that you talk about? 
simple things like beans, pulses, legumes, lots of different types of colorful vegetables, lots of different greens, hydration, as well as nuts and seeds and good quality fat. And I think when we get down to the basics of putting good nutritious food into our bodies, our bodies know inherently how to look after themselves, but they need the right fuel to function appropriately. And when you combine good nutritious eating habits with meditation, with breath work, with a whole bunch of exercise modalities as well, whether it be yoga or endurance training, then you can literally change processes in your body to improve the function of your brain, your mind, and reduce the likelihood of mental health issues. This isn't to make light of psychiatry at all because it's a very very complex field that has multiple ways in which we can treat patients whether it be psychotherapy whether it be other talking therapies as well as pharmaceuticals but it's certainly an important clinical tool that i think has been traditionally missing in medicine for a number of years now so then what is your ideal eat to feel nourished and mentally healthy lunch or like a simple meal you'll make for yourself after you've had a long day and you know you need to keep your immunity up, you want to make sure you feel great the next day. So a simple lunch, and I'm assuming a lot of people are working from home, so this will be a lot easier to do, is literally like a good can of quality beans, preserved in water, draining it, putting it into a pan, a little bit of olive oil, plenty of parsley, a little bit of grated garlic, and putting that on some sourdough or some good quality whole grain rye bread, for example, and serving that with a side salad of greens, pepitas, sunflower seeds, a little bit more olive oil and a dash of chili flakes. Like that for me is like a perfect lunch. And in fact, I probably just inspired myself to do that later on this afternoon. So... (laughs) (laughs) I think you've just inspired me to do that later on this afternoon. I've only got kidney beans, but it might oh, be Oh, that right. will work. You can do like a quick little chili with like tomato puree, a little bit of vegetable stock, some lemon juice, maybe a touch of paprika. You can do tortillas, you can do tacos. But just making sure that you're adding vegetables because if you add just one more every single meal time then you're increasing your portions by three per day. And the average consumption of portions across the board is three. There are studies that demonstrate the associations of high vegetable consumption and much lower rates of a multitude of different diseases, whether it be inflammation-related, mental health-related, autoimmune-related, cancer-related, etc. So I'm really just trying to distill all these principles of very, very simple actions for people to do, like yourself and your kidney beans this afternoon. Thank you so much for checking in and stay healthy, stay well. It sounds like of anybody, you have the right methodologies to do that. And thank you for sharing your knowledge with us. This is my pleasure, Caitlin. And I think if we can supplement our food and our diet with like a healthy dose of compassion, gratitude, and looking after our mental well-being using the other sort of lifestyle attributes, we could really cultivate a healthier population going forward. So I see this as an opportunity amidst the darkness of the current scenario where we can all be better human beings and we can be healthier in our bodies as well. That was Dr. Rupi and Caitlin Schiller. It's fascinating to hear how much what we eat can affect how our mood is. But what I really like was, one, the simplicity of it all. Like, there's just a few key things to keep in mind. I'll probably roast remember the idea of eating colorful vegetables, for example. And this works well with the episode from last week with Chef Ed, when he was talking about stick to what you know and just try something new in what you know to spice things up. So like use carrot ribbons instead of noodles in a pasta dish. And the second thing 
eat the banana bread. Feed the soul, as Dr. Rupee says. If you want to bake a cake, it's all good. Bake the cake. Share it with your friends. Do what you want to do. Just make sure the rest of your day is full of vegetables and good fiber. Lastly, Dr. Ruby's got a book that Caitlin really likes, and she wanted me to pass this on. It's called Eat to Beat Illness. So if you liked what he had to say about that, go look it up. All right, that's it for checking in today. I'm Ben Schumann-Solar. See you next time. Hold up. 